ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. It has been a while since we have chatted about kitchen things, um, but I always enjoy these episodes. They're just lighthearted. They're fun. I just get an idea and see where the episode takes me um, as I go along. We have talked about oh, tips for a better breakfast. We've chatted all things kitchen as one episode is named. We've talked about freezer cooking. I had Jamie Balmay from Finding Joy in Your Home come on to talk about um, just healthy living and cooking from scratch while having a budget, while having kids. That was a fun episode to tackle. Um, In this episode, we are going to talk about time-saving kitchen tips. I am a busy mama. I have uh, soon to have five children, seven and under. Not quite there, but we're getting very, very close as we prepare for baby number five's arrival. Um, But just life is busy, and I think life is busy for everybody. And um, microwave dinners definitely have their draw, but I do not want to make a steady diet of microwave dinners and take out pizza. Um, I really desire to feed my family real food, nutritious foods, whole foods. That's actually been a little easier since we've been living in Australia. Um, everything just seems to be cleaner here. There is a lot less processed foods. Um, not that we ate very many processed foods to start with, but there are even a few things that we're used to that, um, I've had to learn to make more from scratch than what I thought that I already was. Um, and that's been good for me. It stretched me and helped, uh, grow my skills and abilities. Um, but I do desire to try to feed my family wholesome, nutritious meals, Um, but the reality is there are only 24 hours in a day and with all of the other demands that life brings, sometimes it can just feel very difficult and time consuming, um, to spend time in the kitchen. So, uh, that has been something that I've been specifically working on, I think in our home really over the past few years, as I have tried to step it up in just really watching our diets and what we are consuming and trying to pick foods that help us to stay healthy and energized and functioning at the best that we can um, while also juggling all the other responsibilities of life and motherhood and family and ministry. Um, So this episode is just a compilation of some of the things that I have been implementing in our home that have really helped save time in my kitchen, yet not sacrifice um, the quality of the food that we're having or um, the enjoyment that we get out of eating because I am a foodie and I have several children that are foodies. Um, As long as Simeon has a meat and a potato of some sort, he's usually pretty happy and easy to please. Um, 
But I'm even thinking of my littlest. So Willow is almost 18 months, uh, but she is so funny whenever I'm bringing, usually I like make dinner and plate everybody's food and then I set the plates over on the table. Um, and when I'm bringing the plates over, I see her in her high chair sitting a little straighter, kind of sticking her neck out like a little baby giraffe and eyeballing to see, hmm, what is mommy bringing me on my plate? She has an opinion, uh, even at 18 months old. And uh So I want food to be enjoyable. I want it to be something that I put love and effort into. You know, the reality is it's not just something that I throw on the table to just uh, fill bellies and get us to the next meal. Now, sometimes it is, but the majority of the time, um, I want to show the people that God has given me to take care of, to nurture and nourish in this way that I put time and I put love and I put preparation into the food that I am seeking to feed them. I want them to enjoy it. I want it to look pretty. I want it to, um, you know, just be a, a good experience, especially that in the dinner time, coming around, gathering around the family table. Um, that is an important part of our day, of our family. And I want that to be reflected in the food that I provide for them. Um, so all that to say, these are just some time-saving tips that have helped me to be able to accomplish that while in a very busy season of motherhood. So I'm just going to go through several of these things with you, um, sharing some tips tips and tricks that have helped me. At the end, I'll share a few kitchen tools and gadgets that have been a blessing in also trying to help save time. Um, But if you have any time-saving tips, I would love to hear from you. I'm always... Uh, learning and gleaning from others. And so much of what you hear come from me is really just a compilation of the wisdom and advice that has come from other people. Um, so if you have any time-saving kitchen tips, feel free to email me at no, uh, podcast at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. But these are some time-saving kitchen tips that have been a blessing to the Razzle household. So the first one is to organize your fridge and pantry. Um, So take inventory. Figure out what do you have? How are you rotating that? Are there things that have expired? Um, Do you have, you know, five jars of cinnamon? Um, Take a look, uh, specifically pantry and fridge, those two areas, and throw out things that are old, throw out things that are expired, throw out things that are rotten, um, and just take stock. What do I have? Um, And then it's really good even to take mental note or even to write out, like, what are our staples? What do I always need to have on hand? Um, Maybe that's rice. Maybe that's noodles. Maybe it's uh, bone broth. Maybe, um, you know, your, your staples for the fridge tend to rotate a little bit more, but maybe you always need to have cheese, milk, eggs, yogurt, whatever that is for your family. Have kind of a working idea, um, whether that's, like I said, just mentally or you write it out. Um, I've seen some people even like print it out on a checklist and have it really cool hanging up in their pantry. So when they go to make their grocery list, they can quickly just see, okay, this is what I have. This is what I don't have. This is the meals that we usually eat. This is what I need. Um, So all that to say, whatever you need to do to make it work. Organize so that you know what you have. If you know what you have and you don't have to worry about grabbing an ingredient and be like, oh my goodness, that's already expired, throw that away. Well, that throws out my whole entire meal plan for the evening because I needed that ingredient. Um, It helps in the long run. It helps things move quicker because you know what you have, you know it's good, you know it's ready to be put in a dish um, and you can work from that better. Really just making your kitchen a work space, setting it 
up in a way that helps you to when you walk in, it is ready to serve you. Um, And some of that can be done in those behind the scenes of really just making sure that your fridge and your pantry are well stocked and well prepared. Another thing with that is keeping your kitchen clean. And it I know it can't always happen all the time, maybe, but as much as I can, I try after a meal to clean up, wipe the table, wipe counters, put the dishes in the dishwasher, um, and keep my kitchen surfaces, keep my sink clean so that when I come in to cook, if I come in to cook, especially when you're cooking from scratch and it could be a little bit of a laborious task, um, you know, something more requiring than just sticking a frozen dish in the oven. Um, it's already feels defeating when I come in and I'm like, oh my goodness, my kitchen's filthy or I can't well even get in the sink to wash off these potatoes because I've got dirty dishes in the sink. So trying again, like I said, to keep your kitchen a work ready space so that when you come in that, you know, after a busy day with kids at three, four o'clock, whatever time to start prepping dinner, it is ready and waiting to be at your service. Uh, the next thing would be menu planning. And I'm not going to talk too much here because I did a whole episode on menu planning. I will link that down in the show notes if you want to check that. But that really has helped save so much time. I didn't grow up in a home where we really did menu planning. It was kind of just like, what what sounds good tonight? What do we have in the freezer? What can we do? Um, but in my home and really trying to, I'm just a planner anyway, so it works. Um, but trying to plan time-wise, trying to plan with budgeting efficiency, it has really helped us to follow a menu plan. Um, and again, like I said, that also helps save me time in the kitchen. When I know that, hey, we're going to have tacos on Friday, then I know when I need to start thawing my meat. I know when I need to have veggies delivered uh, from the grocery store. I do grocery delivery. That's another wonderful time-saving kitchen tip that I think is in the lineup. I'm not sure. We might have to revisit that if it's not. Um, But in planning ahead and knowing what's coming and having that meal plan ready, um, it is saving me time because I know what is coming. If I have some extra time one day, I can prep ahead something, an ingredient for the next day. Keeping that moving forward, rolling forward, um, kind of knowing what we're doing and where we're going. It also, when I menu plan, I do it on a week-by-week basis. Uh, usually Friday, I work on it for the next week, Sunday through Saturday. Um, but I'm also looking at my calendar. Like, okay, on Monday, we're going to be at the beach all day. So I probably shouldn't do something that's going to require a ton of kitchen prep. Maybe that's going to be a crock pot dinner. Maybe that's going to be left overnight or whatever that's going to be. But that helps me to plan so that ultimately that initial moment of planning helps save so much time in the long run. I do not see grocery pickup uh, on my list. So I'm going to throw it in here. As far as kitchen tips, time-saving kitchen tips, uh, this really does expand into the grocery shopping. And I am 100% an avid lover of grocery pickup. Um, I keep my grocery app on my phone. That is my grocery list. If I need something, it goes on straight onto my list. Um, so that it's there when I am planning my menu for the week. I've got my phone with me. I've got the grocery app pulled up. I'm adding things that I need over to that. 
Um, and here actually, um, we live right beside the grocery store and I guess it's just cause we're in a big subdivision right beside the grocery store that they often offer free delivery to our subdivision. So I take advantage of that <laughs> and have the groceries dropped off on my doorstep. You wouldn't believe how much time that one saves me. Um, so if you have that uh, available or even grocery pickup, it really does save so much time being able to do that option. Another thing to think about, and again, you don't have to do this all the time, but sometimes it really helps, is to double recipes for future meals or to put in the freezer. Um, so oftentimes if I'm making a lasagna, I'm going to go ahead and just double it, make two lasagnas, we'll eat one, I'll stick one in the freezer. Um, if you're doing soup, you know, you can portion some of that out, put it back in the freezer, things like that, so that you have extra, and then that's a meal that down the road... Is a really nice homemade meal, but you've already prepped it way ahead of time. And um, it's great for if you have like a busy season coming up or you're going to have a baby or a company, things like that, to be able to do those things ahead of time to still provide good, delicious meals in the moment, but uh, to alleviate some of the time in the initial. Another thing is to cut up and wash your produce um, when you get it from the grocery store. So again, this doesn't happen always, but as I can, when I get it at, you know, when I get my groceries, um, before I put them away, I'm just going to go ahead and wash up my fruit and wash up my veggies and go ahead and cut them. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen right, like before I put them in the fridge. Sometimes it happens maybe that evening. I just, hey, today was grocery day, so I'm going to take 20, 30 minutes, pop in an audiobook or a podcast, and I'm just going to chop all of these strawberries. And then you know what happens the rest of the week when the kids are clamoring for snacks? It's easier. For, it's easy for me to be like, well, you know what? We've already got grapes washed. We've got strawberries chopped, we've got blueberries, we've got carrots cut, um, we're good to go. And I can just pull those out. Um, and some of these may not necessarily be time saving, but it's time efficiency. If I put the amount of time required, the amount of time doesn't change, but putting it at a more convenient spot allows me freedom later in my week when I'm in the middle of a busy homeschooling day and, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to juggle laundry and lessons and baby and all of that. And I'm, oh goodness, it's already snack time. I don't have to wash fruit because it's already done. Um, another thing is to have maybe a snack basket. We don't do a lot of pre-made, pre-packaged snacks. We seriously, we do uh, fresh fruit, fresh veggies, cheeses. Um, sometimes we do do crackers, um, but that's pretty much, you know, what our snacks consist of. But it is nice to sometimes have a, a basket or something, even in your fridge, if you're going to go ahead and chop up fruits and veggies, like these are where I go. We have a big fruit basket now that sits on our counter, which is great. Um, I've loved having that since arriving here in Australia, and it's always full of apples, oranges, pears, all of those kind of things, that that kind of is our snack basket. The kids know if they want to snack, uh, that's the basket to go raid. So that's nice. Um, Premix some of your favorite spice combos. If you uh, make a lot of your spices from scratch, which I do quite a few of, um, I like times the batch by 10 when I make it and I go ahead and mix it up so that I'm good to go on taco seasoning or sausage seasoning or whatever it is instead of doing it each time I do the recipe that requires the you know replacement for a taco seasoning packet. 
Um, I've already mixed it up in an initial, and it's easy when I'm making it to just instead of one tablespoon, I'm going to put 10 tablespoons. Um, just get all that mixed up and ready to go so that that is quick and easy to draw from. Um, another thing that kind of goes along with that, but grill marinades, if you want to prep those, that's something I'm trying to do more of as I'm preparing for this postpartum. We do a lot of grilled meats, um, and it's summertime here in Australia, so we do even more so when it's hot out. Um, but instead of actually getting the meat and the marinade in a Ziploc bag, I'm, I'm being careful. I don't have a ton of freezer space, so I'm trying to use that wisely, what I do have. Um, so I'm just making up the marinades, making the marinades, putting them in a Ziploc, freezing them flat so that they, you know, maximize that space. But that way, all I have to do is add chicken to our grocery order list, have it delivered. And, uh, you know, I've set out my marinade to thaw and my husband can quickly whip that together and there's dinner for the night. We're good to go. Um, again, that is kind of a, a time saving tip that is, is in the future looking ahead, but that is so great and helpful in that season that I didn't have to mix up those marinades. Um, another thing is batch cooking. Um, I did a lot more of this in the States when I had my mother-in-law watch my kids once a week. I don't get that here as much. Um, so I tend to not have quite the freedom to do this like I once did. But if you just have a Saturday morning or an opportunity when you don't have the kids or maybe uh, it's just an evening and you put the kids to bed and your husband's busy and you just want to listen to podcasts or, you know, listen to the No Higher Calling podcast, which is a great podcast to listen to when you want to catch up on this episode, uh, you can batch cook while you're doing it. Just decide, hey, I'm just going to make up a bunch of muffins. We'll eat some tomorrow and the rest I'm going to throw in the freezer. Um, but batch cooking and again, staying ahead of some of that really help save time in the day-to-day -day living. Um, another thing is to prep breakfast and lunch in the afternoon or after dinner. So usually by like afternoon, I'm thinking about food for the next day. By now, uh, dinner might not be made for that day, but it's thought of, it's prepped, um, it's ready to go for me when I need that, but I'm thinking ahead. And um, I have the whole episode on tips for a better breakfast, some of our favorite breakfasts, but a lot of that I prep ahead the afternoon before, whether it's baked oatmeal or muffins or an egg bake or something. I just take the, you know, 20 minutes in the afternoon, whip that up, stick it in the oven, and then I know the next morning, hey, we've got a delicious, nutritious breakfast waiting for us that all I had to do was reheat. Um, so that has been a really big help. And, um, you know, even lunches, sometimes I'm looking ahead for the next lunch, like, okay, what do we have? We Do we have lunch meat? Do I've got, we do a lot of bean burritos, um, soup. What do I need? What do I need to go ahead and prep? I'm just taking that little bit of extra time while I'm already in the kitchen, maybe cleaning up from lunch or cleaning up from dinner, looking ahead to the next day. Do I need to set out any meat to thaw? Um, anything like that. And then the last one would be, is just to reset the kitchen each day. I talked about trying to keep the kitchen clean and an available and ready workspace. I've really found that it serves me well to clean the kitchen well at the end of the day. To like, I, I call it, I'm closing down the kitchen, kiddos. No more food. Everything has been wiped, has been cleaned. Dishes are put away. Food is put away. The kitchen is reset and is ready to start fresh the next morning. Um, that really just helps me in the next day set me up for success in the kitchen. Um, now, a few different kitchen tools that I really love that help save time. Uh, one is my slow cooker and my crock pot. 
I really like that. That is very, very handy. Um, I use that often um, just with meals and meats and things like that to be able to have something going that I'm not having to stand there and uh, slave over, which leads me to my next one, which is my bread machine. I got a bread machine. I had a bread machine in the States. I actually ground my own wheat in the States, which I miss so much. It's just so expensive to buy a wheat grinder machine over here. Um, so I have not taken that plunge yet. Um, but I have had a bread machine in the States and here. And it is such a blessing. I love that. My family loves bread. And for the most part, probably 90% of our bread products I make homemade. And I like being able to do that, even if it's not from my own fresh ground wheat. Um, but having that bread machine is so helpful because it I, literally, I dump the ingredients in the bowl. I come back four, four hours later and it's done. Um, even with like uh, rolls or buns, I made buns recently and they were so good. I just set them on the dough setting. When the dough was done, I portioned them out. They rose, I baked them and it was... Not that hard at all, but yet we had like homemade buns with our hamburgers for dinner and I felt like such a great mom and wife. Um, but another feature of that bread machine that's really nice is I can delay the time. So when I'm doing my close down of the kitchen in the evening, I can get all the ingredients poured into my bread pan, set up the bread machine, delay it about 13 hours. And so when we wake up in the morning, we wake up to the smell of fresh baked bread and we get up and eat our breakfast and there's hot, fresh bread right out of the bread machine um, that I it literally took maybe five minutes, maybe if not even, um, and just dumped the ingredients in. So the bread machine, definitely, I have loved that. Um, and these, uh, the bread machine, I have a link for the one that I have. I'll, I'll post that down in the comments. Um, along with the link for Super Cubes. So these are great. These are like, um, it's like a tray of four silicon, uh, one cup cubes that when you're freezing soup, or sauces or whatever that you can portion them out in one cup dividers. And because they're silicon, when you go to, to separate them, instead of having this like huge bowl of frozen soup or frozen spaghetti sauce, um, you just portion it out in like a single serve portion, which is really good. This comes in handy, especially again, as I'm prepping for postpartum, I'm trying to make a lot of nourishing soups for myself, um, to eat in those early days postpartum. And this is easy. Like if I'm in bed with a newborn, all my husband has to do is get the super cube out of the freezer, pop one little thing, uh, out into a bowl, heat it up, and there's a whole bowl of soup. Perfect, ready to go. Um, so the super cubes are very, very handy. I love having those um, to store things like that in. And another thing is I have uh, quite a few 9 by 13 um, glass pans. Um, but recently I saw somebody share this hack and it has been so great. Um, so if you have like cookie racks that you use to like cool cookies on, so they took those racks and put them on top of the nine by 13 pans because mine don't have lids. So I can't, I can't stack them, which really, um, takes up a lot of 
fridge space when I can't stack them. But if you put that cooling rack in between, um, then you can stack those up in the fridge. So those have been really great. So that's not necessarily a time saving tip. That's more like a storage saving tip. Um, but if I'm trying to prep things ahead, if I've made that oatmeal bake, but then I also have a casserole dish in there for dinner and we've got leftovers, um, having some of those tools to allow me the freedom to try to time save and prep ahead has been really, really helpful. So those are some time-saving tips that have helped me in the kitchen. Again, if you have some that have helped you, I would love to hear them. Um, I, I need all the help that I can get in this area, and I am happy to glean from others. Probably do a little Instagram Q&A asking for uh, ideas on what women do. But anyway, hopefully this will spark your ideas and maybe give you something new to try to help time-save in your kitchen. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.